Alright everybody, welcome back to Who's Your Brother? Uh, I am the older of the two brothers, my name is Christian. And the younger of the two brothers, my name is Evan. How you doing today, Evan? Uh, hey, you know what? I'm not doing too bad, all things considered, in my life. Uh, I am not doing too bad at all, you know, ma- making it work, making the dreams happen, right. you know? Uh, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing a podcast with my brother, whom I love dearly, so right. I got, got that going for me. Right, things could be worse. They're, they're not the greatest, but we're rolling like a solid six or seven out of ten. Oh yeah, no, 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 definitely. You know, it's we're 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 on we're on uh, we're on a bit of an upswing, I'd say. Even you know, it's it's well, that's things, good. Things, that's things, good. Are, things are turning around, you know. Hell yeah, really. good good things are on the horizon. I'm not going to say that because I know the <laughs> second that I do, right. everything will just go to the shitter. So oh, that that actually kind of <laughs> reminds me, uh, back when Game of Thrones was popular. Uh, before you know it went off the rails there towards the end and <laughs> i refused to watch house of the dragon because of that but regardless when i was like into game of thrones you know uh the words of my house were pain is waiting and of course <laughs> of course you know it's uh you know it has to do with you know uh fighting and whatnot but it was also kind of supposed to be like a thought on the future you know like oh no matter how good things are right now somewhere in the future pain is waiting for you so you just you just have to be aware of that like yeah, but I think it worked because I went with you know like my my rap name, so it was House Grim, House <laughs> House Grim. Our words are pain is waiting. I believe, of course, I had a black flag with a skull with a sword through it as my fucking sigil. Hey, absolutely, man. No, you, I'm I'm into that, man. You know, subtle. <laughs> Did you know subtle has a silent B in it? <laughs> oh man. Oof. Uh. So 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 yeah so. Yeah, Th- things are just going to be bad was kind of the whole motto of uh, my little thing. So that just reminded me of that. Oh man, so so we so we have been doing this podcast for a, a decent amount of time now. You know, we've got we've got some episodes under our belt. You know, we're we're we're, we're figuring it out. We're getting schedules. We got the tech difficulties all figured out. We, we we have a lost episode. We're available on most streaming platforms. Uh, so you know, we we've got to kind of got to kind of got our legs under us i think right now because i've got my outro you've talked about trying to work on your outro mm-hmm. i think right now what you know like we're still kind of trying to figure out like the intro you know just jump right in do we like you know pace it a little bit and my thought is just once just once i want to do like a cold opening where like I, it's like i haven't even realized we're recording yet so we just like jump right into me like and anyway after the third homicide you know i had to jump states the fbi got involved and you know all that but i did save Aubrey day so you know i got that and i don't think anybody cared but you know oh Oh, we're, recording? Are we recording? oh crap no no I, I i like this i like this cold opens into the middle of just weird conversations yeah no yeah, exactly hey guys we're gonna be trying out our comedic chops from here on out uh we can try to write our own and at some point you know we'll we'll get it we'll get comfortable with it and i think we should write some for each other and that we don't read in advance so we just like start it that that'd be something funnier way down the line but i'm with this i like this idea uh get ready for that starting next week Cold opens into, oh God, what, are we recording? As though are we, we start- yeah. <laughs> As, As though, though there's not a fucking button that you press. Right. We'll just, we'll just yell at our imaginary producer. <laughs> Darius, the fuck you doing, man? God damn it. Why didn't you tell us we were recording? Ah, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Damn it. Uh, we've got a new producer. Our, our producer is laughing at us right now. Yeah. I see you over there. Mm-hmm. Fucking hee haw to yourself. And, uh. He's got, he, right, he's got himself muted. That's why you can't hear him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, we can, we can definitely give that a shot. I, I'm with it. I'm with it. Uh, 
All right. Oh man. Okay. So let's. I, I got. I got something to bring up with you because okay. I think it is. I, I think it is batshit insane. Okay. Uh, to, to put it lightly. Okay. Um, so. And, and that's kind of our wheelhouse. Uh, the batshit insanity. Guano, I, as I, it were. I, I believe so. I believe so. Some bat guano uh, here and there. So, so Frontier, uh, the airline, Frontier, perhaps, um, has this perhaps thing. Perhaps the second worst airline because, of course, Spirit uh, cannot Spirit, give up that. Yeah. No, Spirit will always take that cake. They would. Sa- they, they have their hands on the crown and they are not willing to part with it. Yeah, Southwest, it felt like they were trying there for a while. And they, they made some good strides. I think they definitely dropped to second worst for a while. But I think, you know, like Frontier probably takes it over because, well, they're they're Frontier. They're, they're they're motto, Frontier. Their motto is like, hey, at least we're not spirit. <laughs> you could do worse. <laughs> right. There, there is literally one step worse. So you're not that bad. Uh, well, so Frontier has has something that I find puzzling. I, I, I will say I will say that word. Um. So it is an all-you-can-fly path, right? Um, and what the, and what this is is you pay six hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I think it's good for the year, mm-hmm. but you can only get seats on flights that have not like sold out of their seats, like within like the last like I think like few days maybe is what it is. But uh, it's it's like it's like last second of like oh this flight doesn't have uh, mm-hmm. does like has some empty seats and you have the all-you-can-fly pass. Take the seats. Who knows right. where you're going, but we have the seats. Right. Yeah, no, there's, there's, I don't know, man. That seems, like, really random and weird. Like, yeah, most people, like, have to plan out their flights. I know there are some people who are, like, last-minute flight people, you know, a lot of people who, like, sure. probably fly for business. I'm guessing there's going to be a market for this, and the idea itself will probably create, like, a style of market. Like, that's the thing. I guess if my girlfriend and I got it, because I have three-day weekends, and, you know, her as a nurse, she gets more control in setting her schedule. If we did this, like, we could theoretically, like, take some weekend trips, I suppose. Sure. Uh, we'd have to, like, look at the flights. And that's the other thing. We could look at the flights in advance and be like, hey, if this is open on this weekend, we could do it. Uh, so I guess it's workable, but I, yeah, no, like for the most part, this seems like just an insane thing. Like, Hey, if you're just ready to go at a moment's notice, which most people aren't, they need yeah. time to plan this out. <laughs> but and like, the- wait, like, I think my other thing too is what the fuck are you going to do when you get there? You got to like, get, you've got to get a hotel. You've got to like, you know, figure out things to do around town. Like that's a lot of planning. Mm-hmm. It usually goes into a vacation just done on the fly, I guess. Right. Yeah. See, I feel like it's, uh, f- to make it really work, you'd have to, like, like kind of half plan it. Like, okay, like, I found this flight, you know, to uh, San Diego or wherever we're trying to go, like, on this weekend. So, if we can get tickets then, I guess you would just plan a trip to San Diego, like, know where you're going to stay and what you're going to do, and then just, whenever the flight's ready, you get to go. <laughs> I'm like, like, just like I like, maybe maybe we'll get it this weekend. Can, mm. can we can we get it here? No, 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 no. Like, flight booked up. Okay, so, well. So yeah, that'll definitely keep you from getting like good deals on like hotels and shit. I think, but I don't know. You can still stay at like a Motel Six if you don't give a fuck about a hotel. And if you're living like that fast and loose with your flights, <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. If you're living that fast and loose with your flights, you've probably got like two or three apps on your phone to book last minute hotels too. <laughs> God damn it, now the fucking Motel 6 is killing me, god damn. And we got some pretty bad roaches in the bathroom. Oh man, man. those are bad roaches. Yeah, that's right. I blame the schools. 
<laughs> I blame the school system. <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you see that? Did uh, did Angie show you the video of, of Carmel? You were there for that one, weren't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. God. Yeah, Let's that, talk that, some that, Indiana news real quick, people. Yep. Some specific <laughs> Indiana news that has kind of gone viral and nationwide. So uh, the kids at Carmel High School made a video like, this is Carmel. This, this is our high school. This is this room. This is this room. And it's just too fucking much it is way too fucking much they had like they five... have three gyms they have three fucking gyms three fucking gyms a newsroom house a newsroom uh a radio room uh, a weight room they had yeah just two, a, a full auto shop with cars in it like a full, a full wood shop a full wood shop just ridiculous like they had like i don't know like just watch the video, like look up the video of like Carmel high school and you'll see it. And you know, it's because uh, public schools are of course funded by property taxes, their local yep. property taxes, which just screws over low income, uh, individuals and schools, you know, they're getting the short end of the stick. They need the most help and they're getting the least. The whole system is freaking back asswards, of course. Yeah. No. And like, and cause like, cause, cause here's the thing. I went to I will I will not name names, but I went to a you know a fairly nice high school. You know I I will, I will always I, it was pretty good. You know not too bad, <laughs> but at the same time compared to something like Carmel High School, because like mine was you know a a private you know like privately funded you know uh, high school, but even so comparatively it is I mean it is night and day. It is leagues different. Their auditor like their theater space, their auditorium space. Well, I mean I'm I'm looking at what like I had back in high school. And I was like. Good God, man! Like, like it's it's just it's it's ridiculous to me, honestly and truly. Yeah, no, that that shit was just insane, like over the top, way way too much. Like, what the hell? And some schools in this state don't have air conditioning. You know, they're dealing with yeah. like dirty water and shit. You know, <laughs> and like I, I think like to like to you know just. This is not like a bash, you know, on on Carmel High School. It is just, it is the sake of like, this is what you have as you were like, you know, you were born into something that is that is higher up. It's good that you were like this. You know, privilege. Not, this is privilege. Yeah, like education should be good. It should be good for everyone. Right. You know? Yeah, it should. <laughs> it should be equal starting blocks. But no, we're giving people who uh, are already struggling a, a worse a worse way anyway it's, yeah it's just uh yeah the whole example in what's wrong with how the american system works there are there are yeah, problems was, to be said yeah. yeah with uh public education in general uh, but like the the funding is just like a a, a big a big issue and it, like i said it seems clear as hell but that's the thing all the solutions seem like easy i, I suppose like everything seems like well, why I don't know. Everything just seems so clear, you know, like this of is clear. Course. This is clearly an issue. But, you know, when you tell people like, oh, we should fix this, the government officials just kind of shrug like, oh, well, you know, you, well, what do you want to do about it? Like, well, I, I want to fund the other schools, too. You know, maybe we don't uh, we don't give all the property taxes to just one school, you know. Oh, but it's their neighborhood. But like everybody needs. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, and I, I'm, I'm that has to do with. <laughs> You know, the, the, the idea that helping people out is wrong, I suppose. That oh, they, sure. That they really have been trying to teach us those 
Ayn Rand values, those individual, those hyper individualist shit. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah. Everyone, uh, I don't know if this is gonna strap in. We've got another, uh, we've got another Christian long rant here. So let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh no, no, I was just about to cut myself off. Like, <laughs> like, oh, I'm going down my leftist rants now. Like, <laughs> like, don't, don't get too political. Like. Trying to keep this a little light, like yes, like I'm a crazy leftist and I have opinions on uh, public schooling and capitalism and the whole thing, but like, oh, I, that's the thing. I feel so exhausted with it constantly because I feel like like I'm constantly explaining what I feel like are very simple principles to people. Like, like no, no, we shouldn't like let the people who are struggling just be left behind. Like, well, they don't get any of the money. Like that seems unfair. Uh, <laughs> Why don't the children have air conditioning and why is school lunch debt a thing when these people have a full garage and three gyms and like a freshman hallway and a senior hallway? They have different hallways for the classes. What the what the hell? They don't have air conditioning in some of the schools. <laughs> I knew it wasn't done. It's still going, folks. Let's see. Okay, I'm done. Okay. I'm throwing up my hands. I I offer the microphone to you and to please change the subject before I, before I continue my rant about how terrible things are. Okay. Give me a second. I got a And now for something completely different. Completely different. Okay. Okay. Hang on. Uh. Okay. So I will. Uh, so hey, the entire subject change. Here we fucking go. Um. I talked last week about sequels and how much I was growing so frustrated with them because there are a fucking million of them. Right. I only saw this recently. I'm sure it's been in the works for a while. Scream 6 is happening. Oh, yeah. No, Scream 6 is happening this month. Yeah. And I just found out about it recently, and I'm still sitting here just like, what? why? Why Why are we still here? Why? Oh, why are, well, I thought they, I think the soft rebooted the series. I thought I thought that was done. I thought they were. I thought we were doing numbers anymore. That was just like, oh, it's just Scream again. Yeah, I think they did that with the last one, but um, but that's the thing. Like, it might have been a soft reboot, but like all the old characters were still in it. You know, Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, David Arquette. So like, that's not much of like a soft reboot. I think they added like a, a new character who's like from the last movie, still in this next one, but. I don't know. See, with horror movies, I feel like you give them the pass because they just make those forever and then they reboot them. Like, yeah, I was gonna say, like, what? So you you are much more of a horror movie buff yeah, than 100%. I. Yeah, one hundred percent. With what is with horror movies and just like a never ending stream of shitty sequels? Like, like what is what's the deal? Well, horror movies. I don't know. You know, they they have like more of a fanatical following than like other movies. You know, people like dramas or comedies. They get intense about action movies and, and nerdy qualities, you know, like superhero movies or sci-fi movies. But, like, horror movies, you know, it's it's visceral. You know, it's more connected to, like, fear and, and shit like that. So uh, I, I think that's why you get, like, more of a, a fanatical following for it. And that fanatical following uh, and the idea, I feel like, that got created sometime in the early horror movie genre because... Like, back in the day, horror movies were, like, really frowned upon. You couldn't get them in theaters, you know? You saw them in, like, you know, shitty theaters or whatnot, you know? The, the same place that you were showing porn was showing some gory fucking <laughs> B-movie, you know? But, uh, so, you know, they have a whole, they've had a whole, like, subculture for a while. And the idea, I feel like, really permeates the society still that, like, 
anyone can make a horror movie. And anyone can make a good horror movie, you know? It doesn't take funding or studios. Most of the great uh, horror movies come from some random independent guy who's like, nah, nah, man, I have an idea and a vision. (laughs) So you get that, and that's the thing. Because you'll get some stuff like that, that's why you get, like, a spawn of sequels. Because anybody can do it. They're like, well, we just keep making them. Like, it's a good property. And that's the other thing. Because so much of it gets made, a lot of us sit through a lot of bad horror movies. Oh, my God. I've sat through so many bad horror movies. So many bad horror movies. But when you see, like, a really, really good one, like, I don't know, man. Sometimes it really just, like, revs the engine. Like, I cheer for it. It's just beautiful. It's art. It makes me feel the feelings. Say magnifique. I wish I could watch it for the first time a thousand more times, you know? So I sit through a lot of bad ones because when they're good, it, it it's like that, you know. It's, it's <laughs> you sit through like a dozen bad ones, but when you get that good one, fuck man, it's like better than than anything else that can be good. So that's why they pump out the sequels, and because people get fanatical for them, like people will watch the sequels religiously. I've watched eight Saw movies, man, because I love Saw. The plot disappears in the third one. I thought after, like, two, they stopped being good. They were just about how people were getting murdered. And that's what makes them good, though. See? Then? <laughs> <laughs> and then they, uh, and then they soft-rebooted that with Jigsaw. They did. They did soft-reboot that. It was bad. It was so bad. And I think they I think they did a double soft-reboot with this new one, Spiral. Oh, my God. That's right. They did. I still haven't seen it. I've, I've been trying to watch it, though, because I, I rewatched the other eight, so now I have to watch nine. Because I'm pretty sure they're making a tenth one. For God's sakes. You have to. When you're at nine, you have to make ten. So you, you can... don't. You really don't. You do. You absolutely do. You know why? Especially in like horror movies? Because it can be X. Oh, Jason X. Jason X. <laughs> oh, Jason. my God. Everything for one second. We need to talk about Jason X. I don't think we do need to talk about Jason X, but we're going to talk about Jason we X. We're going to talk about Jason X. It is. Oh, oh. shall okay. one say directly? bad it's bad it's really bad right but there's so much murder in it he kills 28 people in that movie now is it really that many it is he just he's just slaughtering them and there's some great kills in that movie like one of the most awesome jason kills is uh he takes this chick and shoves her face into like uh some cryogenic liquid and it freezes her face you know and then he pulls her out and smashes it and it's it's beautiful. It's a great fucking scene. You can look it up on YouTube. I recommend you do. And there's like, there's some other scenes like one where he like throws somebody on like, um, I don't know. It's a, it's basically like a giant drill that would you would use to like drill into the earth. You know, it's probably like at its widest, like a foot and a half wide or whatever, but it's pointing up. And so Jason throws somebody down onto it and they kind of slowly spin on it. Uh, that was kind of funny. I remember that one. But yeah. But yeah. Oh my God. And it's got a bunch of people from this TV show called Andromeda, I think. I feel like I remember Andromeda, weirdly enough. It had Kevin Sorbo in it, who's now a crazy, yeah. who's now a crazy right-winger, but back in the day was Hercules. <laughs> but this was his follow-up to Hercules. Um, but yeah, it had a few of the actors from that. So, so I'm guessing some people who worked on Andromeda also worked on Jason X. But man, okay, and so here's the other thing about Jason X. Like, I was talking to my girlfriend about it earlier, uh, actually. Um, so, I think it was New Line Cinema. I can't remember. Whoever, like, bought the rights to Jason Voorhees' t- 
didn't get the rights to the name Friday the 13th at the time, I believe. Is think, that what it was? I think that's how it worked. I'd have to double check that. I didn't know we were going to talk about this or I would have like researched it to make sure I had it correctly. <laughs> but here's the thing. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they only buy, bought the rights to the character, Jason Voorhees, which is why it uh, stopped being Friday the 13th after part eight and just turned into Jason Goes to Hell for part nine and then Jason X for part 10. And then, of course, the follow up to that, Freddy versus Jason. Which, no, which is also, was. which, which is also pretty bad, but I love it. Like, it's... I, I wanted it forever. I got it, so I try to take it for what it is. Like, no, no, no. Like, I get it. Like, it's not the greatest. It could have been better, but you know what? I got what I got, and I'm gonna love it for what it is. <laughs> well, okay. So, like, we'll we'll hop off the Jason. We could look Jason X. I could talk about the movie for a while, but yeah. Um, so, like, you know, because Friday the Thirteenth went up to ten. Mm-hmm. How many Halloween movies did they end up making? Because oh. I know, like, they soft rebooted it. They had, you know, they brought back, you know, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis again. They yeah. cleaned that up with like, Halloween Ends. So, like, they they must have gotten up to like what six, maybe give or take, because they didn't number those ones. So, it's no, a little no. tougher for well, me. Well, that's the thing. Uh, there are like three or four Halloween timelines now. There's the, that's, there's the Rob Zombie Halloween. That's right. Right, yeah. Well, that exists all on its own. So, okay. So, yep, originally, we got Halloween and Halloween 2. And then we got Halloween yeah. 3, Season of the Witch, which is its own standalone movie. So, we don't even have to count that. And then we got Halloween 4, 5, and 6, which is oh, like... Oh, my God. I didn't realize there were that many. Oh, Jesus. Oh, we're going to keep going because this is just in the original series. 4, 5, and 6 are what you can consider like the Thorn trilogy. Because it's where, like, they discuss that what Michael Myers was was, like, some sort of druid curse passed down through time or something something crazy. Paul, Ru- Paul Rudd's in one of those movies, at least. Paul Wait, uh, okay, stop. Was it Paul fucking Rudd's in one of those movies? What? Yeah, I think he's in Halloween 6. What are you doing here, sir? He, 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 was, he was young and he needed the money. Lots of people get their started in horror movies. Okay, so then there was all those, and then there was Halloween... Uh, H2O, where they brought back Jamie Lee Curtis, and then I think it was Resurrection, where they brought in Buster Rhymes. Oh my god. Like I feel like a part of my brain suppressed that memory, but now that you have said that, I'm like, oh Jesus. Oh, oh they did it. They did. He, uh, he karate fought <laughs> Michael Myers. <laughs> It was awful. It was so bad. Uh, okay, so yeah. So there it was. Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Halloween 5, The Revenge of Michael Myers. Halloween 6, The Curse of Michael Myers. H2O, 20 years later. Okay, yeah. Then we get the Rob Zombie ones. Okay. Uh, yeah, they did the reboot. Halloween and Halloween 2 in 2007 and 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I said, those ones I remember. Mm-hmm. I don't remember them being good, but I do remember them. Uh, the first one's not bad. The second one, like, takes a weird turn. Is so, Danny Trejo in the first one? He is. He is. He's absolutely in the first one. Okay, so we've God got damn. we've got the original timeline, which goes up to uh, Resurrection. Yeah. I think some people argue that, like, 4, 5, and 6 take place in a timeline, and then, like, it's like, Halloween, Halloween 2, and then H2O and Resurrection take place in a different timeline. I'm not totally sure. I have to research that one. But when they did the reboot, Halloween, in 2018, that's a direct sequel to just the first movie. Okay. Okay. See, that's what I was always confused about. It igno- like, where they were picking up from. Yeah. It ignores all the other movies, including two that Jamie Lee Curtis was in. So it's 
It was a whole thing. So that's extra confusing. Yeah. Which is why I said it's got like three or four timelines. Uh, and then there's Halloween season of the witch, which is a weird little movie. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I've seen that one. Oh, you haven't? You've got to watch no, it. No, I I need to. Yeah, no, it's pretty bad, but it's like it's a fun it's a funny bad. Like uh, you can appreciate it for like how ridiculous it is. But they were trying to do a thing where they were going to make a movie, you know, just called Halloween, and it wasn't supposed to have Michael Myers. It was just supposed to happen on Halloween, you know? Sure. But then people hated Season of the Witch, and so that's why Halloween 4 is the return of Michael Myers. Oh, man. Uh, okay, so there were way more Halloween movies than I thought. Um, Let's see. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 13. There are 13 Halloween movies. Oh, hey, look at that. Uh, but, but only 12 of them have Michael Myers. That's that's right. Okay, yeah. So oh, there, there's one does not have... Um, and uh, God, that, 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 that last one is bad. Halloween ends? Holy shit. I heard it was pretty terrible. I actually have not seen... I've heard it's like not even like a good kind of terrible. You can kind of yeah. like point and laugh and be like, uh-huh, isn't that funny? No, I've heard it's just like bad, bad. It is. It's just bad, bad. It's like... like boring and like poorly written and like i don't know like it's well acted i'll say that but like what they did with like the characters and the story is bad like oh this was not the way to do it but boy (laughs) they did it they just went for it huh they did like this is what we're gonna do like oh terrible (laughs) (laughs) I'd 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 have definitely done something different like i don't know man if you're not gonna like be good at least be entertaining you know mm-hmm. fucking uh, uh uh nightmare on elm street dream warriors nightmare on elm street 3 dream warriors did that is it a good movie no is it entertaining one thousand percent yes and i love it yeah well freddy krueger is a solid entertainer you know well absolutely he is that's that's what you get when you get you know the witty guy in there you know what's hard to be entertaining is uh when you're quiet have you ever seen the terrifier movies See, I have not now. Oh, I love Terrifier. Like the guy, <laughs> the guy from that, the the main evil clown art. He is like ridiculously vicious, and he's uh, he do- he doesn't say a word. He's like super creepy, like super quiet. It's part of the whole fucking shtick. But yeah, they're like ridiculous. Fucking love them. Like the second one came out in theaters last year, and it was supposed to just have like a week long run because they do that sometimes. You know, they'll be like, oh, you know, this movie had like a bit of a cult following, so. We'll put it in theaters for a week, you know, and the, the horror movie bus will go see it. Well, it like blew up in theaters because like it's it's two and a half hours, which is weird for a horror movie. Like usually it's really long. Yeah. Yeah. Normally they're like an hour and a half, maybe two hours, maybe usually pushing it with that. So two and a half hours is a long cut for a fucking horror movie. But I'm kidding. Wow. Yeah. And well, that's the thing. Like, I guess like they started making it before the pandemic. And they had to stop production, you know, because of the pandemic. And while they were away from production, the guy who wrote it and directed it was like, I've got all sorts of new ideas. So, <laughs> so, so they had to do some restuff. But, um, yeah, so two and a half hours. And there were scenes in it that made people, like, puke and leave the theaters. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, wow. Whoa, yikes. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was pretty, it's very violent. It's insanely violent. But, like, that's that's the type of weird shit I'm into. Like, it was just over-the-top violent, but I was having a great time. 
I mean, would you like to very quickly tell the story of how people have moved away from you in the theater? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, what movie was I going to see? Uh, maybe one of the... Um... If I remember correctly, you said it was one of the Saw movies. It probably was one of the Saw movies. Because I saw, like, the first seven in theaters. I love Saw. But um, (laughs) (laughs) I love horror movies. And, well, sometimes if the violence is particularly good, like, my reaction isn't to be like, ah, oh, oh, it's to be like, ha, 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 that was amazing. And, um... (laughs) Well, some people find this unsettling, you know? No, really? Yeah. That's unsettling? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, just just a little bit. You know, the guy who <laughs> cheers when the people are getting sawed in half or decapitated or burned alive. You know, you know that's, that, that can just put people off. But yeah, back in the days before you, like, bought an assigned movie seat when you would just, like, pick an empty one. Oh, oh, the caveman days we lived in. <laughs> But uh, yeah, oh back in God. back in those days, I was at uh, a saw movie, and uh, somebody you know got a particularly gruesome death, and I laughed, and the people in front of me literally got up and moved further away from me. I mean, they probably thought you were a serial killer like the guy on screen. <laughs> probably they're like, "Well, that guy's a lunatic." <laughs> oh man, I'm getting great ideas, and I gotta write this down. <laughs> I put on a notepad and a pencil. <laughs> Oh, yeah, like, oh, that's the good stuff. Yeah, chop his fucking head off! Gouge their <laughs> eyes out! Oh, man, one time uh, when I used to be really into pro wrestling, I went to Monday Night Raw with a buddy of mine. I'll never forget it. There's this wrestler, Kane, and uh, he used to wear a mask. And the week before on Raw, he had been unmasked, and I, everybody realized that, his face was just like, you know, normal or whatever the fuck. Sure. And, uh, cause he, he, the story had always been that he was horribly burned under the mask and he looked normal. And, uh, so it was like, people were like, Oh, it's, he's like, he's like, I, I saw somebody and they, they said my burns were psychological, but I know they're there. You know, it was, it was a whole silly wrestling storyline, but either way. Oh, sure. So that week they did an interview with him. Like it was on the, the Titan Tron, the big screen, you know, it wasn't in the ring or whatever, but they showed him being interviewed by JR, who was one of the announcers or whatever. And at the end of the fucking interview, he beats up JR and the camera's set up so it looks like JR is falling just out of view and Kane like squirts a bunch of lighter fluid and lights it on fire. So it looks like JR is on fire. <laughs> Basically. They they moved it so there was a stunt double or whatever, but you know, he was on fire or whatever. And my buddy and I are just laughing. <laughs> like, yes, yes, that's amazing. Burn JR again. <laughs> I smell barbecue. Because at the time, JR sold barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I loved it. Every time, every time we watched it and Kane came on, we'd be like, burn JR again. <laughs> I love you, brother. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I may, in fact, be a little ate up. <laughs> Come on, who isn't? Uh, most people, I don't think, are gonna gleefully cheer for an announcer to be burned alive. Hey, you know what was great television? That time they set the guy on fire. The necrophilia was okay, but man, that time they set the guy on fire. There was, that was the best. Yeah, there was actually uh, necrophilia on Monday Night Raw once, 
not real necrophilia, of course, like insinuated. It was it was a whole fucking silly fucking thing with Kane, hilariously enough, again. <laughs> what is with that guy? Well, when you wear like a giant costume, you know, red and black, and you're the Undertaker's brother, and I don't know, you get involved in some weird storylines, I guess. <laughs> like, he was a big character, and wrestling became, you know, these crazy stories. God, oh, so man. many crazy stories. You know what's a really funny one that I heard one time? When uh, Stephanie Please. McMahon first got pregnant, Vince McMahon wanted to do a storyline that he was the father. Uh, uh, um. Yeah. What? Yeah. And uh, Stephanie and Vince's wife were like, no, no, yeah. absolutely fucking not. I don't know if there's any truth to that story. I never... Uh, research it because i love the idea that it could be true so it might not be true but it's funny it's absolutely 100 percent funny but i don't want you to think that it's a fact coming from me like i just i heard it third hand information and i think it's hilarious so i never researched it so i can keep thinking of that funny story sometimes that is because that sounds oh. like vince mcmahon because he's a fucking lunatic i i don't know much about vince mcmahon what I do know is that the man is out of his goddamn mind. 100%. 100%. Has been for many, many years. I was uh, explaining this to my girl Shotzi um, earlier. Vince, like, really changed after the Bret Hart screw job. Did you ever hear about that one? No, I don't know this one. Okay, so Bret was, like, champion, and his contract was up, and he was going to go to WCW. Uh, and uh, usually, like, uh, you would drop the title, you know? you you. You take the fall, but he wanted to go out on top. He wanted to go out as champ, and then they would just vacate the title or whatever. Uh, and so that he thought that that's what was going to happen during this match. It was Survivor Series 1997 in um, Montreal, Canada, and Bret Hart's Canadian, so he was he was a big he was big Canadian face. Everybody fucking loved him there. You know, he, he no matter if he was the bad guy or the good guy in the match, Canada fucking loved him because he was he was one of their favorite sons. <clears throat> he was the champ. He was wrestling Shawn Michaels. And uh, during the match, Vince McMahon is sitting at ringside. And at the time, Vince McMahon was just a commentator. You know, he was a guy who would interview people. Oh, I'm Vince McMahon here with Bret Hart. Oh, how's the match going to go tonight, Hitman? You know, that, 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 was what, that was what he did. Or he did, you know, commentary. But uh, so he's sitting ringside. And uh, during the match, Shawn Michaels puts Bret Hart into a sharpshooter, which is like a leg lock where you like wrap their legs around your leg and you bend them backwards sitting on them, sitting on their back. Sure. And uh, that was Bret Hart's signature move. That was his finisher. That's how he got people to tap out. That's how he won. So Shawn Michaels puts him in the sharpshooter, and uh, Vince McMahon gives Earl Hebner, who's the ref, the signal. The ref calls for the bell. The match is called for Shawn Michaels. The belt is quickly handed to him, and he bails. Him and the the ref, like, get the fuck out of Dodge, because the crowd turns on him, and they knew it was going to happen. Because it was it was clear like what went down, and then Brett's like jumping up like what the what the fuck are you doing? What the hat? What the hell just happened? And then Vince is still sitting there and he spits on him, and he like spells out WCW, like with his fingers in the air or some shit. It was a whole fucking thing. So they had bad blood for a long, long time. It was called it was oh. called it was called the Montreal Screw Job. And then after that, you know, people started seeing Vince as like like oh Vince is a shithead. You know, he screwed Brett, and so he started playing into it. You know this. This, oh, I'm this, you know, hard-ass boss. You know, I'm the, I'm the boss. Everybody hates the boss. Storm. And so then Steve Austin became the foil to him. It was a whole fucking thing. The Attitude Era was great. But yeah, that really, like, changed the direction, I feel like. 
Well, I mean, it sounds like it definitely would. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we're getting close to the 36-minute mark. Did you have anything else you wanted to talk about, brother? I mean, honestly, not right now. I think I've I think I've I've exhausted my list of things that I can comment on in the wide world, or things that I am I I I'm capable enough of commenting on in the wide world because I am very tired. But other than that, oh, I am also we 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 we've talked ad nauseum, as it were. Mm-hmm. We have, we have. I don't even think we talked about. Well, I mean, we did talk about. We talked about some of the things we talked about talking about. <laughs> exactly. We got to what we got to. Right. That's all there is. <laughs> things happened. And now I have some notes on uh, Nancy Reagan and Elon Musk. Okay. So Nancy Reagan, uh, Miss Family Values, Miss Wholesome, held to a higher standard, uh, allegedly had an affair with Frank Sinatra in the White really? House. Really? In the White House. <laughs> Yeah. Shit. Yeah. According to that uh, unauthorized biography by Kitty Kelly, uh, Nancy Reagan had uh, started up a relationship with Frank Sinatra and kept it going while Ronald was president and got uh, Frank snuck in through the back so that they could have illicit affairs. All purely speculation, but uh, whatever. Fuck Nancy Reagan. Yeah. Okay. All right. So Nancy, Nancy Reagan. Check. Uh, Okay. Okay, so the Dilbert news. That's a, that was the other thing I guess I would tell you about. So Scott Adams, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scott Adams, uh, creator of Dilbert, writer of Dilbert, the uh, syndicated comic strip in many a newspaper up until recently, uh, made some comments on his YouTube channel that were, um, let me check my notes, very racist. Oh, goody, mm-hmm. goody gumdrops. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's always been, of course, more of a right-leaning Trump supporter, MAGA type. But uh, this time, it talked. he talked about um, uh, a study that he had read, allegedly, that said... Um, I can't remember the exact quotations, but it was like 23% of black people aren't okay with the phrase it's okay to be white and only 53% are okay with it. And the phrase itself is actually um, filled with some racist connotations because it's like, it was white nationalist response to, you know, like black lives matter and black power and all that sort of shit. So it's not just, you know, people saying, Oh, it's okay to be white as like a general thing. It's them doing it like uh, in like a a racist way, you know, like more, more, more charged, I suppose. But either way, so there's some nuance there that he was clearly ignoring in favor of saying that uh, uh, half of black people don't like white people and white people should just move away from black people and have nothing to do with them. He didn't want anything to do with them and he moved into a neighborhood where there's not a lot of them. So he said that shit on his fucking YouTube, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So oh. he, And then he his comic, of course, got dropped like a bad fucking habit. From basically every newspaper, uh, most of them, I've got to assume. But yeah, just basically everybody was uh, dropping him. Uh, he's trying to make Dilbert, I think, a paid subscription thing now. But either of way. Of course he is. Yeah, but either way. So, <laughs> And he said some shit about uh, why are all these newspapers dropping me if most people agree with me. And it's like, bro, if they are dropping you, most people do not agree with you. Just ignoring reality. But either way. So in response to this, Elon 
said that the media and high schools and colleges uh, were racist against white people. Yeah, he, he, he said that there was a bias, like that they had been racist against minorities back in the day, but then in answer to that, they had become racist against white people now. Uh... Yeah, uh, of course, just dumb as fuck. And I think it's important to point out that uh, according to a study in December, after Elon took over, the number of black slurs on Twitter tripled. The number of gay slurs went up 58%. The number of trans slurs went up 62%. The number of slurs against women went up 33%. And the number of anti-Semitic slurs went up 61%. So... Fuck that guy. He sucks ass. What a dick. He does. Fuck Elon. Fuck Nancy Reagan. And uh, I think that'll do it for us. Uh, So I guess we'll send you off here. Uh, Power to the people and power gloves. I don't know. I'll have to work on that outro. (laughs) I think we're going to have to workshop that one. (laughs) Just just, just a bit. All right, Evan, lead us out. Uh, Be gay. Do crimes.